we come back after every game, watch the film, and, and see about 100 yards that we're still leaving out there, you know, a, a touchdown or two more that we can still put up. You know, we, we firmly believe we should be putting up 50 a game. We got some Duck alumni here joining me this week on the Waggle. Sabalski's not around, but I have uh, I have the man at Oregon. Someone who goes when they go back to Oregon, they actually know who he is, not like myself. But Jeremiah Masoli, thank you for joining me today on the Waggle, my man. What's up, man? So, so first things first, I got you on the Waggle. I think maybe it's the second time, but the last time we talked was we we talked in person. This time I got you on the phone after a huge Labor Day win. First thing I gotta ask you, my man, is. Uh, and what's it like playing with Johnny Manziel? Okay, I'm just bullshit. I'm just bullshit. I'm just bullshit, man. <laughs> you know I wasn't gonna go there. Tell me this. Tell me this, my dude. Your they talked about your one thing. I just did a, a, a piece on you this afternoon, uh, and I talked about your fearlessness. That that you you seem to, uh, and I, I discussed being if I was your teammate, uh, got it. You're easy to get behind because. You know your turnover to inter- your turnover to touchdown ratio is not where you want it to be. You thrown, uh, I mean, I think you lead the league in interceptions, uh, but you're also the top of the league in passing. And after you threw interception in the second quarter of the game against the Argos, you came right back out there, Jeremiah, and instantly made throws in tight windows. You're fearless. Is that something? Where do you get that from? And as a as a teammate, I, I would love it. But where's your fearlessness come from? You don't seem to care about stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's always been it's always been a mentality, man. Fortunately, I've had uh, you know some great coaches, some great mentors like my father, just instill that stuff in me when I at a young age. You know, um, you can't be afraid to make mistakes, and when you do make mistakes, it's obviously going to happen. But you know, you always got the next play, next opportunity to bounce back and, and continue fighting. So we'll always be throwing punches no matter what. Yeah, it's it's uh, is this something that is it's natural, or do you have to tell yourself, "Don't worry about it." It's something that comes from June. Where where, where does it come from? Because I mean, I looked at some throws you made. Obviously, the, the interception at Darby early on. You bounced around a little bit in the pocket. You, you dropped back. You bought some time. You threw a ball. You, I'm sure you'll be the first one to say you shouldn't have thrown. Uh, but then you you, you right. know, right after that, you made a throw to Speedy. Uh, off, off a little. He had a little quick hitch, and then he turned it up into a, in a little seam route or a slant. You, you fired it in there. You threw the touchdown to Speedy later. All those throws, Jeremiah, are tight window throws. That it's you know no 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 yes throws that uh, you know you have the confidence to make. Is that what's your relationship with June and and and, the, and how he talks to you about making those throws or taking those chances and not taking those chances? No, I think you hit it right on the head, man. It's. You know, obviously, first off, it comes from the individual, the quarterback, the receivers, all having belief in themselves, um, you know, un- unwavering belief for sure in ourselves and in, in our abilities and what we can do out there. And then, you know, just having the utmost confidence from your head coach to allow you to go out there and play free, you know, have the freedom to make plays, uh, move around the pocket, you know, do what you do. He, you know, coaches never told me, you know, tone it down or, you know, don't, don't, don't look for, you know, openings after the play breaks down, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's always been in full support and um, in, in encouraging making plays. So, you know, it, it's a combination of all those things, you know, having great receivers, uh, the line, you know, the running back blocking. It's a combination of everything. All the little things add up for us to be able to do that, have the freedom and confidence to keep pounding away. After a mistake, after a big play, you just clear it. 
one snap and clear it. That's kind of our motto right now, one snap and clear it. Even if it's a great play, you know, on to the next one. You originally, I joked on, our, on the outset of, of this conversation that we're both uh, University of Oregon uh, players. Actually, actually, we're both we're both JC JC uh, JC transfer JC All Americans who chose Oregon uh, out of JC. Why did you choose Why did you choose Oregon uh, out of other places? You could have went. Where else was a possibility coming out originally out of JC? Uh, of course, I went there for the uniforms, man. Come on, that's where everybody goes there for. Fair enough. We were rolling, man. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that didn't hurt. You know, the the recruiting trip with all the the you know every combination jersey you could ever imagine. You know, that didn't hurt. But um, was honestly, it Ed Garland the day, there? No. Who was the equipment man when you came through on your trip? Was it Ed? No, it was uh, Kenny's over there right now. He he just started. He just got the head job when I was finishing up. Um, I can't remember dude's name, man. But yeah, he it was Kenny who took over. Uh, who's super cool, man. Shout out to Kenny. Uh, but. Yeah, I, I had a choice between um, Oregon, uh, Arizona, University of Arizona, uh, University of Arkansas, and um, and University of Auburn. So I, those were my main four coming out. But um, I chose Oregon ultimately just because, uh, you know, I could tell that they had something special going on over there. Um, I, I could tell, you know, I went to a spring practice and I could just see that they had all this talent, man. But, you know, they were kind of lacking at the quarterback position. So I just felt like, you know, with putting my skills in the mix, uh, it, it, you know, it would have been a hard team to stop, and, and eventually that happened. Did you play two years at San Francisco City or one? I just played one. Okay. Just one. Okay. Won the Natty, best, best junior college in the nation. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know what? To be to be fair, to be fair, I, I, uh, I've always I've always uh, had a ton of respect for – so we played in the same. We're both Northern, Northern Cali JC guys. I went to Butte, which is a, is a national powerhouse as well, and San Francisco City College is also is, uh, is definitely on the tip of everybody's tongue when they talk JC Cali, Cali JC football. So shout-out to, shout to NorCal JC football, no doubt. But uh, Yes, sir. Tell me this. June, we talked about June for, for a minute, and I've, I've had the opportunity to talk to June and Jerry – and your staff, and I mean, I've been around this game a long time. I feel like this is a real special staff. I mean, everybody's gonna say their coach is wonderful, and and uh, that's part of, that's part of the deal that we have to we have to say. Just like if I was a a, a jackass, I would ask you about uh, the former quarterback that used to be there, but I'm not gonna do that. So you tell me this: what's different about about June? Like, yeah, you like him, but what, he's special to me. Is there anything that what's what's different about June than the other coaches you've been around? Cause you've been around football a long time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, June, man, he uh, he just has this special special aura about him, man. He he just just his vibes, man. He's so chill and laid back, but but so dang competitive at the same time. Um, you know, you can crack a joke one second, the next second, you know, we're he just he's just so competitive that you know he he does not like uh, mediocre uh, play. So, um, you know, we we kind of all share that same competitive uh, competitive fire in in the room and. Like you said, man, we got a special group of coaches for sure. We, we we could tell from day one, man, just just the way those guys were talking to us. You know, number one, they believe in us, and we and we could tell that off the rip. And then, uh, you know, these guys know their football. You know, there's there's some staffs out there that, not top to bottom, everybody knows what they're doing, but you know, top to bottom on, on our staff for sure. You know, these guys know what they're talking about. They know how to coach us up, and uh, they know how to get the room going. So. I think we're, we're very fortunate in a good place right now with these guys. And, you know, they know so much football, man. They've been around the game so long. They got such a passion for it and love for it that, 
it's just contagious. It's just contagious for everybody else. Watching the game Monday, it felt like, you know, coming in the third quarter, you guys, you know, you go in, if you punch, go in and punch it, punch it in, you go up 14 points and you're rolling. You were pretty much doing whatever you wanted to do. You on second down, you guys were 74 percent or something ridiculous on second down conversions. You, it looked like you were doing whatever you wanted to do, it, but yet the game was still close. You look at your offense now, and it, it really clicked for me. I've been, you know, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of, of Jalen. I'm a fan of Speedy and and Luke. If we know what Luke does, and and of, of course uh, yourself. But I wasn't always certain of the of the of putting all those pieces together and being such a dynamic offense. But I, when I watched the game last weekend, no matter what Toronto did or mistakes, that fumble for you know that's that's a fourteen point swing. We talked about the interception. These things that happened, I had no doubt in my mind that the firepower, the way you were playing, it was like Sandlot football. And then with those guys out there, the firepower you guys have is there. When you look at your offense right now. Do you feel like, I don't want to say underachieving, but do you guys feel like you're an offense that should be more explosive and, and should be discussed as when you talk about the best offenses in the league and the things that you guys could capably do with who you have and, and who's running it? Man, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. We're a confident bunch, not cocky. We got respect for everybody else in the league, but we come back after every game, watch the film, and, and see about 100 yards that we're still leaving out there, you know, a, a touchdown or two more that we can still put up. You know, we, we firmly believe we should be putting up 50 a game. Now, obviously, you know, things happen uh, during the course of the game. and It, it just it is what it is. Football is football. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we're, we're so confident in our ability and our scheme uh, mainly. You know, we, we trust the scheme. We trust the coaches. We trust the process. And that's mainly what it's been, man. It's been, it's been a long process to get here, kind of just ironing out all the wrinkles, of that run and shoot offense and kind of CFL in it. Uh, if I could say that, you know, just kind of uh, adapting it to the CFL and the rules and the field and all that stuff. So we, we kind of, you know, come to, uh, had that journey to get to where we're at right now. And, and there's still just some things that we need to clean up. Uh, but after watching that film uh, last couple games, you know, we, we still feel like we're leaving yards out there. Um, but, you know, like you said, you know, from turnovers to, to, penalties, uh, bad decisions. We, we just got to clean up some, a couple more little details, and, and we're right there. So you played, you played for Chip Kelly. You played for, uh, you played for Kent, obviously. Now you play with June. Just give, give the listeners, you know, not not too in depth, but just what is what is that running? What is the running shoe? What does that mean to to a, to a layman or to a to a to a you know a person doesn't know offense deeply? What does a running shoot mean? What's the difference between running shoot and other offenses? Um, yeah, just basic, super general overview is just basically, uh, you know, you, you're trying to get the ball out of your hand as fast as possible, make the reads super easy for the quarterback. Uh, kind of take, taking some of the onus of the reads off of the quarterback and kind of putting some of it on the receiver. So it's probably a tougher offense to uh, to execute as a receiver versus other offenses. Um, but basically, man, it's just it's just basically running to get open. You know, whatever whatever the defense does, um, technically, you know, they're never supposed to be right and we're never supposed to be wrong. We can always just run to the open spot uh, versus whatever coverage it is, depending on the play. So. I mean, just just in a gist, that that's kind of what it is, um, and yeah, it, it's different. It's very different from other teams. You know, it's kind of one of those things that, like the one-off game in the schedule that the defenses, you know, kind of got to prepare for and change their scheme up, or or you know, just just look at us a, a, a differently than they look at other CFL offenses. 
how was that that win? You guys, uh, a big win at at home on on Labor Day. Uh, you know, I know you know. I don't want to out you, uh, Jeremiah, but I, I'm gonna out you. Um, you know, I was supposed to <laughs> after after the game. I called I called Gogo, your guy Gogo, in the morning, and and I said, Hey, where's Jeremiah? Me, me and you chat. You know, I get extra alumni love trying to reach out to you. You're usually pretty good, pretty good to me, so I could reach out to you. But I didn't get couldn't get a hold of you. And uh, when I talked to Gogo, he he said Jeremiah always comes in. He's always the first one in. He's there early in the morning. Even it's a off. It was an off day on Monday. And he said Jeremiah will still be in here, but uh, Jeremiah got to like three or four o'clock, and I still he said you still weren't around. So did you enjoy? Uh, you can be honest with me. Did you enjoy the that Labor Day win uh, at home in the Hammer against the the Argos? Did you enjoy that on uh, Monday night? Look, man. You, you first off, my bad on not hitting you back. Secondly, uh, you know, a day off. <laughs> I needed that day off in a minute, but. I definitely was at work. You know, you can't say I wasn't at work. I was over there for a while. I don't know where Gogo was, um, but yeah, I definitely. Maybe Gogo it, wasn't. It was, maybe Gogo wasn't at work. Yeah, yeah, probably. For those who don't know, Gogo's the media relations boss over there at the Ticats. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, man, he does a great job. But um, did you that's enjoy the it? Question, man. Yeah, we definitely enjoyed the win, man. It was a big one. Obviously, the rivalry with the Labor Day, man. That stuff is that that stuff is for real. You know, it's not just for talk. You know, our city takes a lot of pride in that stuff. Uh, Hamilton versus Toronto. That, that that's a real rivalry out here in the community. So I was glad we got to get the W for the for the fans. Um, but you know, it, it was a big East win. Anytime you get a, a win in the East, and you know, we're, we're all kind of vying and trying to get up there to where uh, Ottawa is right now. And so that was that was just a, a big win to get us a step closer to that. You got back to back here coming up up again this week against against Toronto. Uh, we'll stay out of the out of the of the football. Exynos conversation, obviously a, a big game for, for you guys. As we move towards the end of the season here, is there, you know, what's going to get you guys over the top? Because we, like we just mentioned, your offense, you know, what you're doing at the quarterback. And, and I had a, a segment today you'll, 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 you'll see where we just discuss you and just that I don't think there's – you possess a different skill set. And that is that even if – if you rush four against you and, and a defensive lineman it doesn't come from the blind side and happens to get in, he's not going to bring you down one on one. You're too, you're too athletic. Your, your footwork's too good, and you're strong. So you're not going to get brought down by by a defensive lineman in open space. And then when you got, you know, obviously hope Jalen's okay. I don't know the situation with Jalen, but when you have Speedy and and Luke and TT and the guys you have, uh, is there? Are you guys not not the the? Should you not be the front runner to to come out the East to represent the East in the Grey Cup? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, um, that's the way we feel for sure. Um, like I said, we're we're confident in ourselves. We've all seen each other every day in practice, and like any other thing, man, just executing it on game day. So, um, what do we need to do to you know, what do we need to do to get to to have this conversation? I look at your roster defensively as well. I mean, your back end is. As good as as any, uh, your linebacker core. We know about Teddy and, and Simi and and Don Yunamba. People, nobody knows, but Don Yunamba is having an all star season and doesn't get credit for it. But mm-hmm. the reality is, Don Yunamba is, is playing great football. But uh, is you know we don't talk about when we talk about the best teams in this league. People don't talk about the Hamilton Tiger Cats. It's 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 the it's the Calgary Stampeders. It's the Edmonton Eskimos. What do you guys have to do? What's the difference? And what do you guys have to do to get 
you know, to put your put your and forget about win, obviously win great cups. That's that goes without saying. But just in the meantime, between time, and what you got to do in dominating, how, how do you get your names, you know, up with those guys as we move down this this uh, you know September October November push? I don't know, man. Maybe that's a question for you and all your boys at work, man. Talking about uh, not looking at us when you guys talking about the best teams, but. I mean, now we we haven't. Earned, I mean, we're five and five, man. Let's be real. You know, we we've, we've dropped some games that we should have won, um, and and that's a reason right there, uh, probably why we're not, you know, in that conversation with those those other guys. But uh, like you said, for us to get over the hump, man, we just got to finish those games out because there were literally three games this year where, you know, there were things that we did in the game that we never did in practice, and it was just the the heat of the moment, you know, the fog of war that kind of just down away and. I, obviously, you know, we, we've talked about it. We've harped on it. We've emphasized finishing. And, you know, the last two games kind of proved that, you know, we are coachable and we're able to do it and, and change those things and, and make them go in our favor. So, you know, I think we just keep the trend going, just keep believing in ourselves. we got some mojo rolling right now. So, you know, we just can't, can't wait to get out there and, and get another opportunity to get at it. And more importantly for that locker room, a quarterback who has, uh, man, been in this league, what, this is this seven years now? Eight. I think it's seven, man. Yeah, oh, I'll seven. Counting now. It, it moved. It moved pretty quick, but more importantly, a guy who's been around for seven years. And I, I, I looked at this, this was the last year. I looked and I said, "Masoli's been here seven years." It seems like it was two or three years ago you came in the league. But for a guy that's, uh, you're fearless, my man, and and uh, love watching you play. I love, uh, I love the way you play the game. And and uh, I'm gonna let you have a short week this week. Uh, going going to Toronto, play the tie, play the play the Argos in the in the back to back at Labor Day Classic. Um, thank you for thank you for taking time to shoot the smack with me. Um, thank you for understanding that I I will never ask uh, those weak weak ass questions about what we what what, what they're gonna ask because it's not in my it's not in my bloodlines. But uh, respect my dude, respect my Oregon alum, and uh, do your thing. Thank you for taking time on your uh, your off day to hang out with us at the Wagon. My dog, man. I appreciate it, man. Much respect to you, too. Thanks, bro. Jeremiah Mazzoli on the Wagon. <laughs>